Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for rejoining me today on this beautiful Tuesday morning. This is my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And I'm so glad and so happy you're visiting and listening to us today. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest on the line with me today. She's a friend and actually kind of a mentor to me as well. Her name is Michelle McLeod, and we use the same publisher for our books, our um, best-selling books. But before I get to Michelle, and Michelle actually kind of inspired me too because we're going to talk about holistic wellness today and how to start an online holistic and wellness business because of some because of an ailment that Michelle has that um, prompted her to do this but I've actually also been trying to get back on the bandwagon of eating healthier I'm really good at working out I work out all the time but you know gosh darn it I just love food I love coffee I just love food so I really have been trying to be better about watching what I eat, watching what I do. So something I found on Facebook is rules for a healthy living, less soda, more water, which I don't drink soda anyways, but I do drink a lot of water, but less alcohol, more tea, less sugar. That's my issue. Less sugar, more fruits, less meat, more vegetables, less driving, more walking, less worry and more sleep, less anger and more laughter and less words and more action. Isn't that the truth? So hopefully we can all take something out of that again. Like my biggest thing is less sugar because I just, I love sugar. What, what can I say? I just love it. So anyway, my wonderful guest today again is Michelle McLeod. She's a business strategist, podcast host, and best-selling author. I was actually on her podcast here uh, about a month and a half ago, back on September 5th. So uh, she's, she's a wonderful woman and she is a business strategist and mentor for future leaders in the health and wellness industry who desire to take the leap from local business owner to online business maven. Yes, Michelle helps wellness experts that are struggling not only with the business foundations and navigating the basics of online entrepreneurship, but also with reconnecting to their self-worth and regaining their self-confidence. Her one-to-one coaching combines tough love with business savvy to catapult her clients to unstoppable success. Michelle is the number one international best-selling author of Unstoppable, Strategies to Launch and Grow Your Holistic Practice. She hosts a weekly podcast, Making the Maven, where listeners are provided inspiration and guidance to take action in building a successful wellness business. Michelle's unique skill set combines her corporate backstory of 15 years in sales and marketing, master's degree in business management, entrepreneur journey as a licensed acupuncturist, founder of a holistic health clinic, and online business maven to produce quick and lasting results for her clients. She is the biz-savvy healer for healers. Get in touch with Michelle, and we have a whole bunch of things for get in touch with her. It's uh, michellemcleod.com, so www.michellemcleod.com. And I'm going to bring Michelle on right now. Thank you, Michelle, for coming to my show today. Oh, my gosh, Joe. Thanks so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here. Well, you are just a blessing. I just, and with the getting in touch, I'm going to have you kind of go through some of those. So if people want to get in touch with you, your email address is michelle at michellemcleod.com and then your website and all that. And we'll kind of go through all that too during the show. So how are you doing today, Michelle? I'm fabulous. I'm calling in from the beautiful state of New York. I'm in New York City today. New York City today. Wow. Good for you. That's, that's not where you live though, is it? No, I'm currently working. Vermont. 
currently call Vermont my home, but oh, I'm visiting yeah. New York City, connecting and networking with people, getting oh, out good of my house. Well, getting also out, maybe out of your comfort zone a little bit. So that's how we get out and we connect with others is kind of getting out of our comfort zone. That's right. Oh, you are such an awesome person. So tell us, Michelle, tell our listeners kind of how, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of how you got started with your online business and a little bit maybe about your background. Wow, that's a journey, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> that could take the whole hour. I know, trust me, that could, that's with me too. Yeah, so as um, those listening heard, I, I started my career actually out of college in, in corporate America, like, like a lot of people do, kind of wondering what I was going to be when I grew up, so to speak. And, you know, at that time, this is an important part of the story, like at the time when I was leaving my undergrad, I remember thinking to myself, you know, maybe I should have been like a physical therapist, or maybe I should have, you know, taken those science classes and gone to med school. I really had this little voice in my head that I wasn't listening to, but I went on and I had that beautiful career in corporate America, but somehow that little voice never left. Mm -hmm. And I got, I think, what I consider confident enough, I became unhappy enough. And and it wasn't that I was like, I didn't get laid off of my job. It wasn't that I wasn't making great money. It's just that I, something wouldn't go away. This little nudge would not go away. And it was right around the 2008 time when people couldn't even find a job. And I decided to completely walk away from my career that I had built to follow really a dream to be an entrepreneur and to really be a leader in the, the field of holistic healthcare, And so I took that leap and I went back to school to be a licensed acupuncturist. Oh, wow. Um, Good for you. Yeah, it was, it was, I say it was like a little bit of crazy with like a whole lot of passion is really what it was <laughs> because it did seem crazy at the time. And when I tell the story, it still sounds a little bit nuts, but I, I just had this inside of me and I could not uh, ignore it any longer. And so I went, I went back to school and I knew, I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. Like this was a big piece. I didn't just want to be a practitioner. I really wanted to have my own business. So right out of acupuncture school, I opened my own clinic and I started the journey of of going to entrepreneurial school for about three years. And I did it all. Like when, when you talk about being a brand new entrepreneur, business owner, like I took tons of risks. I tried all kinds of things. I did lots of things right. I had great success early on. I did tons of things wrong. Um, and I, I basically went to school for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is when I began to really understand what my greater purpose was going to be within the wellness industry because I was finding that there was so much more of a passion for entrepreneurship than I had originally thought. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, from like the first month I opened my business, people were coming to me asking me for advice. How do you do that? Can you tell me, you know, what what is leading you to success? And I started to see that I was so much more of a greater contributor uh, by coaching other practitioners, by helping them to find the level of success that I had in my business or in my clinic. 
um, by coaching them. And so that is how I ended up finally where I'm at now in the online space, providing business coaching and mentorship for other practitioners. It, it really called to me. It really came to me <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of searching for it. <laughs> Well, and I think, you know, looking back, I think we all have to be just a little bit crazy to open up our own businesses, but, and to be in entrepreneurship, because that's just how it is. You know, it's just, it's all kinds of different levels you go through on a daily basis. But so you started off back in 2008, did you open up an on, um, excuse me, a retail store and then a retail um, practice and then people came to your store and then from there, that's when you decided to do online, right? Yeah, so actually around the 2008 mark, I I went back to school. So to become mm-hmm. a licensed acupuncturist is three years full time. So I was, oh, gotcha. I ended okay. up, mm-hmm. yeah, it was not, mm-hmm. I just finished an MBA program. So it was kind of crazy. But uh, after that time, when I graduated around what, 2011, 2012 mark, I did. I opened a brick and mortar clinic, which was amazing because people said, you, you're not going to be able to do it. That's crazy. You know, there were a lot of naysayers, um, but I found a way. I found creative way to, um, you know, work with the building, with the building management to give me the lease. So can you imagine, like, never been a business owner, no financials hey, can you do a, a build-out for me and can I get a three-year lease at your building? People, they just thought I was crazy, but I found a way. I found a way Good to do it. Good for you. Good for you. And that's a true entrepreneur because anybody who really has that passion and desire will find a way to get it done. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I had exactly what you're saying, a local business, like a you know 1,500-square-foot, five-room clinic, and at, at our biggest, you know, at our smallest, it was just me for the first month. And at our biggest, uh-huh. we were nine people total. And I did that for almost four, four years. And um, really in the fourth year or the last, you know, three to four years, I began the process of exiting that business while at the same time starting my online business model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which was did you find a that transition very Oh, it was difficult. Okay, I was just going to say, did you find that easy or did you find that difficult? Because sometimes you're so used to one way, it's hard to go the other way. So, so you did find that more difficult. And did anybody take over your practice? Uh, did they keep the clinic open? Oh, this is another whole beautiful story in and of itself because I had built something. It was my child, basically, right? I had birthed my own, yeah. you know, your own business. business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I didn't, I had a vision for how the story should end. I wanted to sell it. I spent a long time, a long time trying to find a buyer, uh, two, two opportunities that didn't come to fruition. And, and through that time, I was building a very successful online coaching practice. And so I decided the opportunity cost of keeping it open at that stage was too high for me. So I actually ended up just closing it down, which maybe was a blessing. I don't know. But it was, it was gut-wrenching. It was like, like you think leaving an you know, a, a awesome corporate career was hard? No. Start a business, put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, and then close it. <laughs> That mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. I call it, um, you know, I've, I wrote about this a couple different times for some online publications, but just like I, I kind of talk about this now as like grieving the dream, like really 
like these big leaps that you take, not just me, everyone does this in their life, but it's like you have to be able to let go of what you thought or what you dreamed it was going to be because as you become more self-aware, you gain more knowledge, you have a different dream for yourself, you have different ideas. So I call it you have to grieve the dream, let go of who you are so you can really become who you're meant to be. Oh, what a powerful statement because you really do have, I've never thought of it that way, but you really do have to grieve the dream because what you think your life is going to turn out to be is usually not that way at all. So yeah, you're right, I, you do I, have to. It doesn't even you have necessarily to, mean anything negative. It's just that you have to let go of one vision to create the new vision for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then that makes you grow as a person, as a business owner, as as a family person, whatever, whatever the whatever your dream, your life will be. You have to be able to step into different roles throughout your life. Yeah. And then so this way, I you know challenge people to look at loss as like a good thing, because that loss or really being able to let go is what opens the door for transformation Mm-hmm. And that transformation is what allows you to really end up fulfilling your greater dream and purpose and make it a reality. Oh, very good. I like that. I like that a lot, Michelle, because it's so true. It's so true and how we can move. And I know people who listen to the to this um, have grieved a lot and have, have had losses. And so that's such a powerful statement. Yeah, wow, good you. for I've you. I've had some losses myself, so... It makes sense to me, Joe. Well, exactly. And, you know, we all have. And so so if you could just, you know, pick up the pieces and keep moving on, you know, I mean, that's just that's just powerful. And it is hard to start a business in itself. But when the recession was hitting so bad and you took that you took that courage and that um, your entrepreneurship uh, challenge and went and opened up a retail store. I mean, a retail business. What a what a great concept, Michelle. Because that's hard to do, and especially when our economy was in that hardest state at that point. And so, I give you much credit for that. Thank you so much. I um, yeah, I I don't know. It just seemed like I couldn't not do it. I it's really interesting. I went just basically went to my husband. I'm like, I have to do this. <laughs> like, I, it was just did like, he think oh, you were crazy or did he say, okay, honey, do it? You know, he is the endless supporter and believer in me. Like I have the best um, hubby in that way because he has unwavering belief in me, even, you know, at times when I don't have belief in myself. So kudos to mm. him. Oh, good for you. Good for you. And that helps a lot when you have that support system, because if you have that support system, that um, will help you get through anything. And what I tell people is if you don't have the support from your spouse or maybe somebody else, go find somebody who is going to support you. Not saying to leave your spouse by any means, but go find a mentor. Go find somebody who is actually going to support you and make you to be a better you. So God bless that you actually have a wonderful husband that is that supportive. I know. I do feel lucky in that way. And I I agree. I know that that's not the case for everybody and that, but there are certainly people out there who want to support one another. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs cheerleaders. Exactly. Everybody needs cheerleaders. And that's why um, I can see why people are attracted to you for your coaching because of the fact that even though you're hard nosed and you're tough love with them, but you also support them and you cheer them on. And I can tell that in your voice and I can tell that um, just by the way you present yourself and by your um, website and everything that you do that. 
Oh my God. Thank you so much. Yeah, it just it just it, it just radiates out of you. So I'm just very and I have to tell people, even though you have your own podcast, this is your first um live radio show. It is. I got like yeah. the butterflies and everything coming on. I'm like, I oh know my God, that's good. It's live. We can't re record or anything. <laughs> well, and I have butterflies every time before I start the show. So I mean I'm just always happy. And to be honest with you, we only have like a minute before break. So I mean that's just how the show goes. But uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you, and then when we come back to break, come back after break, we're going to talk about maybe some of our biggest life, life and business challenges that we've had, and where how you've come to where you're at today now. So, why don't you tell the listeners where they can get in contact with you, and then we'll go to break. No problem. I mean, the best place, the launching pad for reaching out to me is certainly my website, which is www.michellemcglade.com. Perfect. And, and as, as everyone knows, mine is www.johosman.com. And then if anybody has questions for the show, you can give us a call at one 346 9141 My wonderful engineer back at the um, home shop will uh, connect you up with me. Or you can also email me at joe at johosman.com. And Michelle, when we come back after break, like I said, we're going to talk about some of our biggest life and business challenges that, you know, you faced and why you decided to do the um a holistic and wellness industry all in itself because of some uh, medical challenges that you had yourself. And then we can come back after that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are at break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. 
Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So glad you're listening to us today. I have a wonderful guest with me that we've been talking, gosh, already about online business and retail business. And she is Michelle McLeod, and her website is www.michellemcLeod.com. Michelle, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm having so much fun and it's flying by. I know. And you are in New York today, which is, it must be just, I just love New York. I, I don't, I wouldn't want to live there, I don't think, but I do love New York and I love it all. You know, the people are bustling all the time and it's really fun, but. Um, when we come back, now that we're back, we're going to talk about some biggest life and business challenges that you had when you decided to open up your doors with your retail store, but then also when you decided to go online. So you can talk to us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I get asked all the time is, awesome, you started the, you know, you're, went in to become a licensed acupuncturist, you've got an online coaching business in the wellness industry. How did you choose that? Like, how did you, you know, feel called or, you know, where's, where's the backstory around being part of holistic healthcare and the wellness industry? And it really started actually from the time I was really young. So my whole life, I was a sufferer of migraine headaches, like as, you know, early as, you know, I don't even know, like age five, I can remember laying in bed, like crying, like really being in pain and my parents kind of trying to soothe me to get me to go to sleep. And so this was a challenge for me on and off throughout my life and really came to like a roaring or raging like issue Mm -hmm. as I was just getting into the first couple years of my undergrad, which is a horrible time to be struggling with your health. But it came to like the crescendo of having migraines every day um, to the point where I was having small seizures, you know, so oh, like wow. I'm fully medicated for the migraines and fully medicated for seizures. And, and then I finally get a diagnosis of fibromyalgia because I was in chronic pain every day. And let me tell you, this is not how you want to be spending your college years. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was really suffering. I remember working with my neurologist and at one point him saying, you know, like I was saying, what are the options? You know, what else can we do? Uh, I didn't really grow up in a house where, you know, there was any form of alternative health care being presented. You know, I just like the standard American diet. My family wasn't particularly like it wasn't like we we're eating at you know, fast food restaurants every day. I, you know, I intuitively didn't want that stuff anyways, but we certainly weren't eating organic food and my mom wasn't pushing a lot of vitamins or whole foods into our diet, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you just had the American diet. I mean, I did yeah, too. Yep. Just, mm-hmm. You know, just like every other kid, when I, you know, got sick, I went to the Western doctor and got a shot or whatever. But so I remember the neurologist, saying, well, you're going to grow out of it. And, you know, you're a young woman, 20, 19, 20 years old, that's not really um, a solution in my mind. And so I went on and on until <laughs> I, I didn't really know what to do, to be honest. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that I was given any tools by the doctors who are overseeing my care besides the prescription meds, and that's the tools that they have available, so I'm not, you know, going on a negative there. And I don't know that my family really knew how to help me. And I remember 
actually going to a flute lessons was in the wind ensemble in college. And I, you know, would get like regular lessons with my flute teacher. And I remember talking to her about this and she was into all this alternative stuff. Like you'd go over to um, her studio and she had crystals and she was into aura healings and she was eating food. I never even really heard of like all these whole foods and, and things. And she's like, Hey, Michelle, you know, have you really ever thought about looking at your diet? Like that could really play an important role in what's happening with you. And I was like, what? You're kind of crazy. But she gave me a book. She gave me a book and I read it and it made a lot of sense. And at this time, you know, I was receiving chiropractic care. I was receiving massage care and I was trying things, but I hadn't looked at my diet at all. And I can tell you now looking back and knowing what I know, my diet was full of sugar. So my diet mm-hmm. was full, full of sugar. And I'm positive I was just like in a chronic inflammatory state. But I mm-hmm. went on a journey for about a year, really religiously, I mean, just so diligent about, you know, kind of following this prescriptive diet, which was really basically a paleo type diet, an elimination diet where you start very clean and you slowly add things back into your your um, regular eating to see what might trigger things for you. Mm-hmm. And so through that process, I be, my body began to heal. My gut began to heal. I became extremely aware of things that I wasn't, um, weren't good for me. Like uh, a lot of dairy was, I, I actually stopped eating dairy. I really cut back on sugar. I was eating way more sugar than I even knew just through fruit and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, Eventually, just went cold turkey on the medication. I just made up my mind. I made up my mind that that wasn't going to be my life. Good for you. And that takes yeah, a lot of guts it because it's, hard. it is very hard. It's very hard. And it takes a lot of guts to just say, you yeah. know what, screw this. I really, my heart goes out because, you know, people don't talk about fibromyalgia, they don't understand it. And it's really, you know, it's a, you're depressed. You don't sleep well. You have most likely some emotional cause of dis-ease in your body, which I did as well. Um, And you're probably overworked and you haven't been caring for yourself or your diet hasn't been supporting you. And that's a really tough pattern to get yourself out of when nobody around you really understands. Mm-hmm. And I haven't shared this too much, but for years I worked for Social Security Disability. I was actually a, an examiner for them. And that's kind of, that was back in the early 90s through um, the late 90s. And that's when fibromyalgia was really just coming to fruition and being diagnosed. And it was really hard. And the records that I would read, and I just, I felt so sorry for these people because they suffered so badly. And there really wasn't, there was no cure you know, by any means. And so they were put on lots of traditional medication, you know, and I do remember one gal who she finally said, I'm quitting my claim because I'm going all holistic and I'm going to make it work. So she, you remind me of her because she just said, I I don't want, you know, I don't want to do this. And God bless her because that's, that's the type of people and, and you, because that's the type of people that we need. And back when, oh, probably eight, nine years ago, when I was going through a lot of my own struggles, I had the exact same thing. I remember one day I'd eaten way too much chocolate and that night I was into a tailspin and I went to my doctor the next day and she said, what did you eat? And I said, I, I don't know. I, I kind of just went through everything. She goes, did you just listen to how much chocolate you just ate? And I'm like, 
oh, yeah, you're right. You know, I had a great big mocha. I had a candy bar because I was stressed. And so I was just eating junk, you know. And mm-hmm. and she said, you have got to cut that. You have got to look at your diet. And I said, that is such crap. I'm not looking at my diet. You know, I was being kind of headstrong and not going to do it. She goes, well, then suffer. You know, basically, she didn't say it like that, but in my mind, that's what she was saying. So I totally get it. I totally get where you're coming from, that people, we just need to look at our diets. And if people did that more, I think there would be less disease. Yeah, I mean, it really starts with healing the gut, in my opinion. And I don't want to diminish anybody out there who is suffering from fibromyalgia and maybe did try their diet and it didn't work for them. It's a very complex um, disease. Disease, and, it is. But I also, I also want to inspire people to know that, you know, there is a combination. There's something out there for you. That's why I, that is, this is really what sparked my passion kind of back full circle here, Joe, is that this really sparked something inside of me to become extremely passionate about alternative options to Western medical care, about holistic healing modalities, and about really seeing those options be raised to the same platform as, as, the, as Western medical options because we're complex human beings and what is working for one person isn't necessarily working for another and we need different options and different alternatives and the right combinations to help people like myself and like others listening to mm-hmm. heal themselves. That's right. And, you know, none of us are the same. And what works for one is not going to work for the for another. But there's a commonality usually between diseases, don't you think, that, you know, and with your experience, you are helping others um, overcome, at least help them to live a better life and live a healthier yeah. life. And Michelle, because of that, I mean, I just think you are doing such great work with others. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited. Do you have any, um, well, besides your own success story, do you have a success story of somebody that you've worked with recently? And I know you probably can't name names, but do you have any success stories of somebody that you've worked with recently that's overcome it or is uh, doing a better job of it? Um. Well, I don't work with patients anymore, Joe. I actually don't work as a licensed. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. You do. You do. No, that's okay. (laughs) Here, I'm like Um, so wrapped up in all this now that yeah, you're right. You you work with the holistic um, practitioners. Yeah, I um, but I have a lot of great success stories. I did tend to attract uh, quite a few people into my clinic who were struggling with migraine headaches, of course, because I could really relate to them and I could really understand what they were going through. Uh, and I had a lot of fabulous success um, in my practice, specifically helping people step down from medication. And I know tons of practitioners out there who have done the same. They're really changing people's lives, as you said. Mm-hmm. And that's such a blessing and such a blessing that we have you and the other ones out there to be able to help change our lives because it really, you know, people who suffer, I feel bad for them because it, it and it's horrible. It's horrible to suffer with pain and agony. But, you know, when we know that there's there's um, help out there and people are willing to take it like you did, like, you you know, you you stopped all your medication and you're you were going to figure it out and you did. And what a blessing. And so now you can you can help others do the same thing. And so so um, when you started your online business, let's turn a little bit to that. So now that you started your online business and you decide to start helping the holistic practitioners, how did that 
Did that bring on more stress? Did that bring on more symptoms? How did that all kind of, as I say, come to fruition? How did, um, I don't know like if I what, understand what you're asking. How okay, did so, my business come? Yeah, so you decided to sell or, you know, um, close down your um, retail business and you decided to do online. And so did it take you a while to get going with the online business oh. or had you been established? Because what I like people to do is know that even though you might have a retail business, you can also go online and, you know, kind of get the same thing. So you can do both uh, does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense, but because yeah, I did the no, same thing. I now. actually went from online to a retail business. So I did the opposite of what you did. I did online right. and then I went to retail. So you went to retail to online. So did you find that harder to do online than retail or how did you, how did that work yeah, for you? It's like an interesting question because, so I knew that when I went online that I was really committed to that business model. I felt the brick and mortar model was it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted more freedom and location independence. Um, and at, on one hand, I totally believe that business is business is business. It's really all the same. But on the other hand, I've had some different challenges going online. Like I, I really didn't see business growth as quickly as I did in my local business. And, and one of the reasons that I believe that's the case for me anyways is that I love to network. I love to get involved in communities. I like to look people in the eye, shake their hand, really develop deep relationships. And I struggled with that or finding a way to do that in the online world in the first maybe nine months. Like Mm -hmm. I was trying to fit myself in instead of just show up and be myself. And as soon as Mm -hmm. I kind of went back full circle and said, just do it the way you want to do it. Ask people to jump on the phone with you, get to know them, do, you know, do what you're, you're great at. Um, then, then things started moving again for me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally makes sense because that's what I struggled with too when I worked online because I actually wanted, you know, I was constantly out there going to networking events. I was constantly out there having coffee with, you know, future clients, uh, you know, other people within the community. I was constantly getting out of the house to do things, but I was also working. You know, I worked a lot too. So I totally, totally get it because when you're yeah, in retail, you're constantly with people and you're such a you're such a people person that I can see you know you constantly want to be with people and that's how I was too but yet in reality I loved my online business too because I was still able to kind of come and go and you have more freedom being online than you do in a retail store yeah so again like I mean it's still the foundations of business are the same but I think just being visible is a little bit more difficult in the online world and that makes total sense because a local community is smaller than an online global community. So I feel like it's just about, you know, kind of finding your way, really understanding what makes you special, unique, and different, and being able to message that to the online marketplace in an effective way will help maybe accelerate that process. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the more and and it all and that's what it is with both retail and online network, network, network. You are oh always God, out there networking. You know, at the end of the day, like you have to be visible. You have to have relationships. You need to be part of communities, and and uh, I mean, community is like my thing because that's how I built a very successful brick and mortar business really, really quickly, and that is the reason why I struggled when I came online because I didn't, I kind of 
struggled to find that community initially. I didn't know how to apply that. And then as soon as I learned how to apply it, that's when things started going again. Community, Mm -hmm. networking, relationships, right? That's right. It's all about relationship building. It really is. And once you start feeling better also with your medical conditions, I'm sure that helped the transition as well. Because when you're when we're feeling good about ourselves and feeling good physically, we're able to do more. Because when we're feeling, you know, if we're in pain or we just don't feel good for the day, it's harder to get up and do more things. Yeah, it really is. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, Michelle. It, it, it takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts to be able to just, like I said, take, you know, get rid of all your medication and to say, I'm going to do this on my own. And so I'm, I'm just proud of you for everything you've done. Um, I, and I haven't really talked about this too much, but Michelle, how Michelle and I met was through our, we use the same publisher, which is bestseller publishing um, and through California. So she wrote a book and it is called, hang on, I'm getting over I'm there. It is called unstoppable now is that not you that is so (laughs) totally you michelle unstoppable strategies to launch and grow your holistic practice i would say that is so totally you you know it's kind of funny because when we were first working out like working through some titles as you know you get you get a couple working titles and i had a good working title but then like right at the last minute i'm like this doesn't feel like me like i want to be able to say the name of my book and like smile and feel energized by it. And so I just, like, changed it. I just Good changed for you. It at the last minute. So it lights me up to, like, for you to say, that's so you. I'm like, yeah, that is so me, you know? It is. It is. Unstoppable. And just like with my book, Go For It. I mean, that's just me, too. So, I mean, Unstoppable describes you to a T. It really does. It just, I mean, I've never met you, you know, in person, but online we've talked numerous times. And so, yeah, it just, it just describes you to a T. But again, Michelle, we're almost at break again, and we only have about 30 seconds before we go on break. So again, Michelle's book is Unstoppable, Strategies to Launch and Grow Your Holistic Practice. Her website address is www.michellemcclade.com. Mine is www.joehausman.com. If you have questions for the show, feel free to give us a call at one 888 Four six nine one four one, or give me an email at joe at joehosman.com. Michelle, we'll be right back after break. Sounds good. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. The Compassionate Life is about just that. There are so many human beings who have made a name for themselves by being humanitarians. They have become individuals who are known for being selfless, kind, and compassionate. Host Dr. Brittany King is also one of these humanitarians. Each week she shares stories of kindness that she has experienced throughout the world, both as a contributor and recipient of these acts of love and kindness. Listen every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. (laughs) 
listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Go for it here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am Joe Hosman. I have my wonderful guest, Michelle McLeod, on the line with me today. We are having a fantastic talk today about Michelle's holistic practice that she has, um, or she had the retail store, and now she has an online um, website of michellemcleod.com and where she um, coaches and trains holistic practitioners because Michelle suffered with fibromyalgia for years and then she just decided one day give up all the medication and heal herself which thankfully she did so Michelle just tell the honest do you still have ongoing issues with the fibromyalgia or is it pretty much under control or how is that going for you yeah that's a great question um, I, once I kind of kicked the habit and, and really did my year-long journey of cleaning up my diet, understanding my triggers, and getting off all medication. I've been symptom-free uh, forever. For like, I haven't even had migraine headaches. I, yeah, I mean, but here's what I want people to also know. You know, fibromyalgia really stems from an immunocompromised position, and I would say that that, is still, that still shows up in my life in different ways, but I am symptom-free but I have a lot of sensitivities and things that I have to watch and, and stress and uh, mental, emotional um, well-being needs to be at the forefront of my life as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, exactly. And that's, that's also part of the disease. That fibromyalgia, that's, that's tough stuff. That really is tough yeah. stuff. So I commend you for taking the steps necessary to um, what you needed to do for you. And what you need to do Thanks. to make yourself better, because that's and again, by, like I said. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going right. to say, by the way, in full disclosure, like I, it's the journey, right? It's totally mm-hmm. a journey. I fall off the wagon. I struggle. I'm not perfect all the time either. And I just, I always like to say that because I want people to know that, it, you know, it's it's a struggle, and I understand that, and it's an ongoing challenge for me as well. Yeah, because I'm just going to tell you, and I told you that at the beginning of the show, I love sugar. I just oh love my God. it. I, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I, 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 it's bad. It's just bad, Michelle. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> we could go. That's I could go a whole, whole show. A whole, like, exactly. Yeah, that's a whole other series just on sugar alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so what, and I know we've kind of, we've touched on this a little bit, but what are your critical elements of success based on your experiences? I know we've talked about this a little bit, but for our listening audience, what are some critical elements? And just, um, yeah, if you could just, you know, even hone out two or three or four of them. Yeah, you know, we did kind of talk about, and this, I was thinking about, there's so many different directions I could go with this question. I mean, we talked a lot about networking and the power of community, and so, I, I won't touch on that. I want to add a few more things for your audience to think about in terms of, you know, starting their own business or, uh, you know, really jumping into the world of entrepreneurship. And, and these things probably could apply to somebody in their corporate career if, if, you know, that's where you're at and you're listening. But what I've found in my experience, kind of looking at, like, the 360-degree de- view you know, the first thing that I see all the time with my clients, and definitely I've struggled with this too, is is really making sure, first and foremost, that you have clarity on what you want and why you want it. Mm-hmm. I see this yeah. all the time that we just kind of, especially we run out there as entrepreneurs and start trying to do all the things. And when we do that, we get really overwhelmed. And 
if you have clarity on where you're going, like where, where you're driving that bus, why you want to get there, <laughs> mm-hmm. it helps you in your decision making. It helps you make way better decisions way earlier on in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that because that, that, oh, it's, that's probably the hardest, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur. And that's Mm -hmm. why I talked about earlier, get a mentor, get somebody who's going to stand behind you and kind of push you and nudge you to get going because you need, you know, you need clarity. There's no, there's no other doubt about it. And how did you, how did you get your clarity? It was there certain steps you did. Yeah, trial and error. Isn't that That's the truth? Some fire. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, think about it. I I really do understand literally what it means to be that brand new entrepreneur, and you we all go through it. We just kind of dive in. We have no idea what we're in for. We have a vision. We have a passion. We're excited. We're not jaded, you know. But I am going to be the first person to admit that brick and mortar model was not the best for me. Not for the life and the life that I really wanted for myself, but I didn't know that. So I mm-hmm. had to learn that. Um, mm-hmm. But the more, more clear you can get, like really what do you want your daily life to look like and make decisions in that direction, that's going to serve you so much better than just kind of looking around going, oh, well, that's what, you know, this person's doing, so I'm just going to kind of model that. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have any direction for them to get how to you. how to get clarity? How how <clears throat> write a journal? Do you um, <clears throat> to do list? I mean, I, how do you how do you support people to get their clarity? Yeah, one of the exercises that I recommend is journaling on your ideal day and doing that for fourteen days in a row because like if you make that a habit for a couple weeks, what's going to come out is going to be more and more clear. Not just like Mm -hmm. writing it down once, but really rewriting it, going deeper, sharing the details. What are you doing? Who are you with? You know, how do you spend the first part of your day? You know, how many hours are you working? All of those things are going to inform the kind of business that you would set up for for you. And so Mm -hmm. I don't believe in cookie cutter businesses. Mm-mm, I don't either. I th- that's why you and me, that's why we get along so well, Michelle, because I don't either. And another thing I do is when I'm on the treadmill or if I'm walking or walking by myself, um, I'll just repeat in my mind over and over and over again what it is I want, what it is I want, what it is I want, you know. And that yeah. helps me give momentum to myself for when I'm off the treadmill or doing, you know, my daily activities. And I go write it all down because I'm a big a, proponent of journaling, as I've mentioned several hundred times. But so I'm glad you brought that up because I'm a big proponent of that. And if you journal, 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 and like you said, do it 14 days in a row or 21 days in a row, 21 days makes it a habit or whatever, but just get it out there, get it out there on paper or whatever you need to do. It will become more clear. It, it, this is like a muscle that you're exercising. So it's mm-hmm. not going to come second nature when we do like the, an exercise for 10 minutes. It really has to be a practice. And the more you can make it part of your daily practice, the better off you are. And the more mm-hmm. clear you'll become. Oh, exactly. Because nothing's worse than going into the day thinking, what am I going to do today? You know, oh, and it yeah. really is good to have a clarity with that. So what, uh, what else would you um, advise them to do besides getting clarity on it? Yeah, the the second thing is 
again, because I see this as an issue for so many people trying to do all the things, being overwhelmed, like not, you know, showing up in their business, not knowing what to work on is to set clear goals. And this sounds so simple, but it's really difficult for people. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I work with them day in and day out and just like having to give them that tough love and hold their feet to the fire, so to speak, to mm-hmm. get them to focus on one to three things over the next 90 days. And mm-hmm. that's it. I call that the big boulders because what happens for so many entrepreneurs is they end up doing a little bit of everything. They have so many ideas, so many things they want to work on. They end up pushing sand around. They're just pushing a bunch of sand and we need to get them focused and get you working on one to three big things. And that is going to move the needle forward faster and see more accelerated results in your business. Wow, that is great advice because I know I do that. I, you know, if I don't have a clear goal or clear vision, what I'm going to do, I'm all over the board. So that is fantastic advice is just focus on one to three things. And how long do you want them to do that? Two to three months or how, how often do you yeah, have to break- do that? Because I think it's because my corporate sales background, like I break everything up into quarters. Like, so for 90 days at a time, one quarter at a time, you know, pick the things, pick the one to three things that are the projects that are going to get you to your goals the fastest and focus, focus, focus. Oh, that is, I didn't even think about in that terms. Way to go. That's, I just learned something valuable right there is, you know, think about it in um, quarter terms. And so every 90 days, I think that is that right there to me was a tidbit for the whole day because oh, thank you. it is, is because there are days that, because as you know, I'm still working on my online business, but it really is you just have to focus and that's a lot of, and I'm just going to tell you, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I have a little ADD. So I like to go off in this tangent and this tangent and this tangent and this tangent. And so focusing on, you know, two to three things or one to three things for about three months is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you for that. So what's your, gosh, now I've just like gotten everything for the whole day. So what's your next um, uh, words of advice? The next one um, really goes back to uh, some of the things we were talking about initially, which is just visibility, you know, putting yourself out there, being relentless about putting yourself out there. I find so many people struggle with this. They're, they're timid. They're not, they lack confidence. They, they're uncertain. And so that. Those types of behaviors are not what helps uh, bring or attract clients to you. And at the end of the day, you're in a business because you want to make money and you make money by bringing in business. So you have to be in sales. You're Mm -hmm. in sales constantly, as we talked about, and you have to be visible, especially, you know, I'm thinking more right now of my clients in the online world, but this is true in a local practice as well or local business because, People want to tend to like uh, hide, hide in their office, you know, wait Mm -hmm. for something, you know, wait for the phone to ring, hope that a client will show up. And I'm going to give the tough love right now, Joe. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not Mm -hmm. a strategy to grow your business. You have to be visible. There's no excuses around being introverted or that you can't do it or people are going to make fun of you. You just can't, that's that's not an option because you will not have a business if you're not visible. That's right. And I will tell people, the, one of the ways that I met you and I, I followed you, I think your book got out before mine, but I noticed Michelle constantly. We, and we have, a, we have a Facebook page for the authors of this um, 
this publisher we go through, she was constantly on there, constantly asking, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you, you know, this, 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 this. That's how I followed you because I watched what you were doing and I watched what you were asking. And so, and I thought, this is the gal I want to follow. This is a gal that, you know, eventually when I get my radio show, I want her on my radio show, you know, those type of things. So I commend you for that because that's how I, you know, like I said, I just constantly watch you. Somebody posts something on Facebook, or this is how you do this. And then you'd be like, all right, I want, you know, I want instruction how to do that. I want, you are constantly, constantly, constantly networking yourself. So you, wow. you also practice Thank what you, you preach. You know, you really do. You practice what you preach. And for that, I, again, I commend you for that because it really is hard work to, um, to, especially when you're online, because you don't have those people coming to you. You really have to get out there. Just like you said, you have to network, network, network. And hope is not, hope is not networking. Hope is just your own mind wishing it was going to happen. You got to step out of your comfort zone and you got to make it happen. You really do. There's no, you know, there's no pixie dust. Like everybody wants like the secret sauce or what do all the successful people know that I don't know. And the answer is they know that it's very simple, that the results are in the minutia. The results are in being relentlessly focused. The results are in really understanding what you want and making decisions in that direction, saying no to everything else and to building relationships, to being visible, you know, leveraging the power of connections and community and, and doing all of this stuff consistently is really what builds a successful business. You don't need fancy anything else. You really Mm -hmm. don't. If you can do these things really, really well, you have a foundation for success that will bring you forward and almost guarantee your results. Now Mm -hmm. it might not go as fast as you want, but that, that's just more about the input. That's more mm-hmm. about how much time and energy you're able to input every day into your business. And some people will be, you know, three hours. Some people will be 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is if you want to learn something and you don't know how to do it, go learn how to do it. Go volunteer at some place that you need to learn how to do that task. Because when I start, you know, different businesses that I've started, if I didn't know how to do it, I go learn how to do it. Because... And you're only going to become an expert if you really utilize yourself and utilize your skills and figure out how to do it. And so when you're and then you have the capacity to tell people, hey, yeah, I know how to do this. You know, I know I I self-taught myself how to do this. And Michelle, I cannot believe this. We only have like. 45 seconds left. So do you have, not that you did, I know. And so Justin will cut me off here shortly. So I know you just gave out some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful advice. Is there any other one last thing you want to tell our wonderful audience who's listening today or even a couple things? You know, I love, I love entrepreneurship and I love, 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 the opportunity that's available for everyone. And if you are listening to this interview, if you are feeling like this isn't possible for me or whatever your dream is, whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not, whatever it is for you in your life, it's possible. It, it, all it is is one baby step at a time produces big leaps. So just begin to take one tiny baby step at a time in the direction of your dreams and just go for it. 
Amen, sister. I was hoping you're going to say that because you are unstoppable, Michelle. And I commend you so much for and thank you so much for being on my show. Her book is Unstoppable by Michelle McLeod. And then Michelle's website is www.michellemcleod.com. And mine is www.joehosman.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. Michelle, thank you so much for being on my show. It is It was a wonderful hour. And it was wonderful getting to know you better and getting to know your business better. But she's got great wisdom, great advice. Um, everybody listen to the show often and so you'll get more and more out of it God bless, I'll talk to you next week Thank you for listening to Go For It, be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6am Pacific Time and 9am Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman on the Voice America Empowerment Channel Have a great day and an even better week